Hello there. This is Barb and Vicki G. A mother and daughter separated for 30 years. In reunion and writing a book together. Welcome to our podcast, Stronger in the Broken Places. Imagine sharing your deepest secrets. Every week with your closest relative. Messy? Yeah. Life-changing? Most definitely. Hi, Barb. Hi, Vicky. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm excited about talking about um, the early days of our relationship. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When we first met and uh, started traveling back and forth up and down the coast to see each other yeah. and try to get to know <laughs> each other. <laughs> Those early months for me are um, very shiny. I have to agree. Yeah. For me too. It was, it was honeymoon period. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I would love to hear your story of meeting my mom and dad. I was a little nervous about not being there because I needed to be talking maybe about me, but it also (laughs) made me feel better to know that I wouldn't be there and that it could just be between you guys. It was pretty natural to meet your parents on our own because we lived in the San Francisco Bay Area and so did they. So we were able to just drive and uh, we did meet at a public restaurant, not at their home. So it was almost like a blind date, right? (laughs) So I'll be the one with the rose (laughs) and the lapel, right? (laughs) Exactly. Your parents were so warm and charming. I felt very comfortable with them. And we, I don't think we talked about you much or about adoption or why I gave you up or anything like that. We just, we just had kind of a relaxed chat about, Aww. you know, the Bay Area, different topics, whatever we were, you know, we talked about yeah. uh, your dad's woodworking. We talked about crafts because I love crafts like your mother does. And uh, just, uh, I think they were tickled, as was I, that you had lived right here in the Bay Area, so close to me all these years, and (laughs) we didn't know about each other. I don't think they felt threatened by me in any way. I -hmm. think I had always hoped that they would see me as another daughter, maybe, because they were 15 years older than me, so I was quite a bit younger. That's beautiful. Thank you. I, I remember talking on the phone to you and also to them after you guys met. And I felt so proud of my mom and dad. Mm, Yeah, that was, I was real. And I, I was just, I think I was relieved, profoundly relieved that everybody was happy with how it went. (laughs) I was nervous. (laughs) Like, phew. And they thought you were very sweet and young. You told me you thanked her for, raising me and doing such a good job and Mm -hmm. and she was able to thank you for you know me and I remember you guys talking about me 
sort of like a gift, you know, um, the gift yeah. of a baby. Yeah. And I was reflecting on that just the other day and it, and I have really mixed emotions about being a gift. Yeah. It's not that simple. I feel the love in it, but I also feel like a little bit like a, I'm a commodity mm. and that that's the part that feels weird. Wow. I can understand that. But I, I don't know really what to say about it. You didn't feel like a commodity. I do feel the weight of responsibility in my decision and how it probably would have caused pain no matter what I did. Oh, Barb. Oh, wow. I, um, I feel that old familiar fear that I've said something to hurt you. Oh, no, not at oh, all. Oh, good. It's not you. It's the situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to talk about it at all, but especially with you, because I, I do know that you did it out of love and, and that, and I have complete compassion for you. I think I did a really stupid thing while I was very young without understanding the ramifications of my actions. And it was huge because it's still affecting us 50 years later. Yeah. Growing up in a time of conformity with my parents who were quite a bit older than most of my friends' parents, I, uh, I, yeah, I made a decision that I question almost every day. There was a belief that I was just a blank slate, you know, that, oh, fortunately, I was still a baby. I was so young. You know, the, the whole idea of in the best interest of the child still, even though that's maybe true, it still feels like rejection. Yeah. And it's based on a, another set of values. Yeah. Of stability and financial stability. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been lovely if my parents could have adopted both of us? <laughs> that would have been really <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's a new industry, adopt the mother and the baby. <laughs> Well, there's a whole bunch. There's many, many grandparents who've raised uh, children. But, but I have to tell you, it breaks my heart to imagine growing up without my parents. Yeah, so I, I, I know. just, I can't sit here and say that I completely wish you'd kept me because then it would have changed so much about my life. You wouldn't be who you are. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for having such a, a real moment with me. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, thank you for being so honest. It's important. Yeah. I've always struggled to deal with how do I, how do I love you without, without it feeling like a betrayal to my mother. Mm, yeah. That was so hard for me. You know, and that was mostly in my head, <laughs> but it was certainly there. I would think, oh my God, I know this isn't, I know she's not perfect, 
but you just felt so like you glowed. And then my mom was just a person like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you knew your mom. There was the shine was on the shine was off with mom. You know. <laughs> well, we had no baggage, but, but that's not really true. Is it? No, but we, well, no. we didn't, we thought we had no baggage at the beginning. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. Cause the, yeah, that there's, <laughs> we certainly weren't, <laughs> ready to even unpack it it was still it was in a storage locker somewhere (laughs) (laughs) under lock and key we were in a level of denial that was probably necessary in a way for the early years yeah i mean i i there was no way i could have told you the stuff i can talk to you now about back then no way uh, uh, yeah, nah, nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we were two strangers, right? But we had, like you are inferring, built stories about each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was probably after meeting you. The next big thing was sort of being fascinated by this family that I didn't really get to have. So I was, yeah, really. That was really kind of the interesting next step. They always sent me a card. Oh, okay. They always wrote a little note at the bottom that just said, you know, like like any other friend would get, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we hope you're well, like a personal note. But it, but I was in the friends category, definitely not family. Yeah, not in the family no. newsletter. No, oh. I've never made the family. <laughs> well, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I that's you know just how they felt you know well, I didn't... you know for years for years after you were born the only part of the family newsletter that i was included in is barbara hopes to return to school this year <laughs> really <laughs> because <Aww>. getting pregnant <laughs> getting pregnant and interrupting and not going finishing college kind of kind of derailed me <laughs> so, uh, so oh yeah you're right why would they write oh and in the family newsletter Barbara's, Barbara's gone off to have an out of wedlock baby <laughs> how did they explain did they even explain it in the family newsletter that why you took a oh, break from no school? well there was no there was no family newsletter that oh, year because it would have begun with dad dad is having an affair with his with his secretary <laughs> i was the least of the problems at that time so i don't think there was a family news letter <laughs> the year i was pregnant with you <laughs> now that's a family newsletter i would love to read <laughs> i know that, that one wouldn't be boring at all oh no. my god and you know i just had this realization that the family newsletter was the predecessor to the social media sanitized life. Yes. Don't share the the truth, Mm -hmm. the messy truth of this was a hard year. I, I, I had to get get some medication for my clinical depression this year. Or like, (laughs) that would be a good family newsletter. (laughs) That leads us to (laughs) our next week's topic. Oh yes, go ahead. Uh, All right. Well, tune in next week for all things wonderful and messy about uh, relationships with mothers. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Love you, too, honey. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
Stronger in the Broken Places is available everywhere you get podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Barb and Vicki G. This is not intended to be a substitute for therapy. We are not medical or legal experts. We share our journey only to entertain and inform. Remember to listen to each other. And be kind.